Welcome to Girl Power. We are the Bad and Bougie Boss Ladies on a phenomenal journey to help you discover your power, passion, and purpose at the convergence of love, romance, and finance. I'm your host, Kisi Monique, along with my co-host, Kertisha, Cherie, and Christian. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time for a half hour of girl power, empowered to be her. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. I'm your host, Kisi Monique, Affinity for Love Wife Coach. So today, I want to talk to you for a moment about why are you still single? I can't help but reflect on days when I would ask myself the same question. Why am I single? It even got so bad till I asked myself, Why are you even here? I almost felt useless. I almost felt like I had no purpose, like God could not use me with everything from my past. As I read about Hagar in Genesis, like we know the, if you've ever read the story in Genesis about Abraham and Sarah and their, their wait for a baby that God promised them would be, um, uh, this, this, this covenant and this agreement that you know the the that uh, Abraham would basically be father of many nations, and his son was the promised kid, the son that he was to have with Sarah. And you see, there was a time that he was impatient, and there was a time. Well, Sarah was the one impatient, and she told him, you know, uh, just just go with my maidservant. Focusing in on Hagar, I had to really try to pull some of what could have possibly been some of the emotions that she could have had during that time. And based on what I've seen in today's society, as well as some of my own personal experiences, I can honestly say she may have been fearful at one point in time. It doesn't mention as to whether she was a virgin or not. We assume she probably was. There was a time in this story where she actually did lay with Abraham and she got pregnant. So she starts out being single with no children to being single now with child. And she feels like, you know, huh, I got one up on you, girl. It sort of did something to Sarah because it's like, God, you told me I was going to have his baby. You know, he's my husband type of thing. You know, looking from the wife aspect, the confusion that must have taken place between them. Now, hear me out. Sarah was furious at some point. What I also noticed is that Hagar is like the first baby mama on record. If you ever think of what's going on in today's society, you know, you see shows and they say you are not the father, you know, but she's a baby mama. A lot of times they don't have husbands. Sometimes they do. Other times they're just single women with children. Well, I've been a single woman with children, so I know the feeling. So listen to what I'm saying. Okay, so here you have Hagar. She's one up Sarah. and She thinks she has it going on because she feels like I got the promise, girl, and really You don't have the promise because that's not what God said. So what I learned in this is God's word is true down to the core. Like you can't bend it. You can't break it. You can't twist it. You can't do anything. But even though she did bear his first son, God still has something in store for her. But now listen, before I get to that, think about things that you may have had in your past or even that you might be doing today. Does any of that mirror where you were 
as to where you as as opposed to where you are today have you decided to do something different and when i say do something different think about in the word where it says there's safety in the multitude of counselors and i've mentioned this several times before think about therapy think about getting a coach and the reason i say this is because sometimes we can't figure out how to get out of cycles it doesn't talk about any cycles with hagar maybe in her family or anything like that it could have very well been but in that day this was kind of the norm for them okay so in today's society that is not okay even though for some people it is their norm now hear me out Hagar gets fearful and she runs why do you run you only run if you're afraid of something now I'm not talking about those who get up and jog I'm not talking about those who just want to sprint because I'm competing you know with my friends or whatever I'm not talking about those I'm talking about that fight or flight syndrome she got afraid there was no other reason for her to run other than fear because Sarah came for her at that point now with Hagar having Abram's first child and he was Abram at that time but I've always said Abraham even in speaking in general general terms once it came about that the angel told her to go back that was a humbling moment now how many situations have you been in and you heard that still small voice saying humble yourself and go back you need to get that right would you go did you go how does that play out for you and the reason why I ask is because sometimes We find ourselves in situations that we probably didn't even ask for. Even if you didn't ask for that situation, you are still responsible, especially if you did not open your mouth to say, no, this is not what I want. No, I don't want this. No, we ain't doing this this way. You know, and if you didn't have any strong boundaries, if you are just that type of person to give your power to someone else and then you get angry and you say, well, he did me like this. And for the men, she did me like this. Okay, there was somewhere in there where you could have used your voice. It takes two in a relationship. So if you chose not to use your voice and I say chose because you have a mouth, especially if you open your mouth to say, hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I got to go to work. Hey, I'm going to my friend's house. Hey, I'm going to see mom. Hey, I'm going to hang out with my boys. Hey, I'm going to hang out with my girls. You use your mouth for everything else. You have a say in relationships. Now check it out. Hagar did go back. And in this humbling experience, whatever the conversation was at that time, think about it in today's society. You might have to humble yourself and say, hey, what I did was wrong. Don't don't approach the situation with, well, that's just how I am. Nobody cares how you are. You have to give it a, I'm willing to work on that type of attitude. Listen, because if you don't, if you just go about saying, well, that's just how I am. You're going to cause offenses everywhere. You're going to find these cycles continuously happening over and over and over again and may not understand how to break them therefore humbling yourself is always necessary you cannot ever think you have one up on a wife even if that man decides he's walking out on her she was still the wife I don't care what their situation is I don't care how it went down another woman has no place in someone else's marriage okay but at that time This was their norm. I'm speaking now in today's society. So now 
back to Hagar. Think of what her emotions may have been at that time. Think of where she may have been just totally outright afraid, not knowing what was going to happen when she did leave. She had no direction. She had no home. She had nothing. And think about this as a mother. How would you feel if you could not provide for your child? That is an agonizing feeling that I think every mother may have pondered at least once in her life. That's where she was. We're going to take a brief moment for an intermission and hear from one of our sponsors. How to Touch the Soul of a Black Woman. This is my newest book that will be released on December 31st, 2022. This is generally for the men. Ladies, you should read it too, but this is primarily for the men who are trying to figure out how can I get to that virtuous woman. You have to learn how to touch her soul. And it's not with things, it's not with items, it's not with any of that. But the pre-order sales are coming up, so be sure to get your copy. You don't wanna miss out on this. How to Touch the Soul of a Black Woman. Thank you for waiting. So listen, back to what I was saying. When you have this feeling or if you've had this feeling, I can't provide for my child. Where is this going to come from? Where is that coming from? This is where she was. And she sat her child down when she finally did leave. She sat her child down. She had to turn her back because she was in tears. He was starving. He was dying, basically, according to the word. She had no idea. But guess what? God still saw fit to have mercy on Hagar as he will with you. But there are some steps that you have to take to get there. Yes, his mercies are fresh and new every day. But what are you doing on your part? This takes faith now. What are you doing on your part? Have you humbled yourself and went back to clean all that stuff up? Have you taken the time to say, you know what, self, I forgive you. Hey, self, I forgive him for the things that happened in the relationship, but I'm going to take ownership of my stuff as well. Have you done those things to receive all that God has for you in that moment? Because if you haven't, you have to go back. Now, I'm not exactly sure what everyone's situation is. So if it's a dangerous situation, I would definitely encourage you not to go back, but to just talk to God and seek direction on that. But if it is a situation where you can talk to the other person, even if it's just the guy and you and y'all just had a tumultuous relationship, or if it's another woman or a wife that was involved, seek guidance on that. I'm not going to tell you at any given time to go into a situation that could be dangerous or detrimental. So weigh those options out. And sometimes you just have to say, you know what, Lord, I plead for your forgiveness and I'm going to forgive myself and I'm going to walk in it. And if you ever were to approach that person or that person approaches you somewhere in society, you might be able to have a, sh a short conversation at that time. But I'm not encouraging to go into any situation that's dangerous. However, God had mercy on her. He gave her, now listen to these three blessings, and they had not really even occurred to this effect at that time. But listen, she had a Genesis 50, 20 blessing. Now check out these scriptures. Now make sure you look them up. She had a Genesis 50, 20 blessing. 
she had a Jeremiah 29 and 11 blessing and she got an Ephesians 3 and 20 blessing. Listen, ladies, listen. What walls are you willing to tear down to get there? Where are you right now and why are you single today? Now, this is not for the women who choose to be single. I'm talking about women who say, well, you know, I don't want to date anybody because I'm tired of being cheated on. I'm talking about you. I'm tired of dating because there are no good men out there. I'm talking to you. I'm tired of dating because I seem to keep getting these mama's boys who don't do nothing. I'm talking to you. What steps have you taken? And there's many more women I'm talking to. But now listen, you have to take responsibility somewhere in there. Why are you drawing these type of men? A man who won't provide for you. A man who will love you but not your children. A man who will give you a little bit but want to count all your money and ask you for yours. No. All of that's a no-no. Also, this is a big one, ladies. Now, if you are still engaging in communication and conversation with the ex, I don't care nothing about, we still friends. Listen, that could be hindering you drastically. Think about what I'm saying. It's not that you gotta hate this person or whatever. But if it's not pertaining to the children, that conversation needs to be cut short right now. Because that person is an ex for a reason. Totally, 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 totally. Why is that person an ex? Why can't you all be together? If things didn't work out between you, how are you friends now? And listen to this. Once the line of demarcation has been crossed, think of a line drawn a boundary between you and this person once it has been crossed how do you go back to the other side where things begin to be like they were before they don't now i'm gonna get a little bit intimate right here once a man enters your body how do you go back to just being friends when you have feelings and emotions that are involved now think about this and if this your per if this person is your friend let's say you're getting married Next year, you have this guy that you you're you're in love with. You guys are engaged. You're still talking to the ex on the sideline. Now, how do you think he will feel as well as can you invite this person into your realm with your new bow? Think about that. Now, I can safely say for me, that was a no, no. My husband asked me in the beginning. If things don't work out between us, can we still be friends? My immediate answer was no. So he said, why not? I said, because if I marry someone else, do you think it would be fair to invite you to dinner as my friend and you've entered my body? And he said, well, I said, okay, let me rephrase that. In my book, The Day I Met My Boaz, I talk about three guys that I dated. So the third guy, Mr. Love Pistol, was the last guy that I dated prior to my husband. I said, so why don't we go ahead and get married next week? And I'll call him up and tell him to go ahead and buy some tickets and come and join us on our honeymoon. And let's have fun. He can bring his girl or whatever. And my husband was like, uh, that would be a no. Exactly. Another man is not going to want to have to compete for your love and affection with an ex. I don't care how much they say, oh, it's no competition. I know I'm this. I know I'm that. Listen, listen, if you've ever been in a situation 
where two people like you or you and another person like the same guy, competition is always thick in the air. They don't even have to say something. It's just their actions. You don't need the drama. If you're trying to move on, move on gracefully. It has nothing to do with that person, but all to do with you. Cut it off and move forward. Now, some may disagree. That could be why you are where you are. Think about that. Think about it. On the flip side of it, let's grow. I'm here. I'm your wife coach. I want to help you grow through this. If you are looking for someone to help you break the cycle, I'm here. You can definitely retain my services. And if you want to have a chat with me, you can do so. Lastly, before I let you all go, I just want to say relationships are beautiful. And it's even better when you get into a marriage with someone who is supportive of you and who you can be supportive of. I have so many nuggets and so many, so many things that I can, can enlighten you with. Once you get to that stage, the Lord only knows because he, he has imparted them into me. And I guarantee you they're mind blowing because they blew my mind. And I don't hear very many people saying it. Girl power. Stand in your power. Pursue your passion. Define your purpose. And as always, keep it pretty in pink.